Welcome to Operations Avenue, an Alpha Kappa Psi podcast. This is Amber Hambach, CERC for Area 1 and Area 2. Coral Peterson, CERC for Area 3 and Area 4. And Alec Morand, I'm the Associate Director of Student Services. So this is our first episode of the new season. Um, and this season is actually going to be a little bit different. We're going to hear some other people students talking about um, different things that they've been doing this year. Um, So this is more of an interview format. So it's not just us talking the whole time. Yay. So our first interview um, that we did for this season is with the Kappa chapter at University of Oregon. And they're going to tell us more about their recruitment campaign for fall of 2020 um, in a virtual format. So let's just jump into that interview. Today, we are having a special episode with some guest stars from the Kappa chapter, um, trying to talk about the virtual recruitment um, for the fall and just plans moving forward and um, how Kappa is doing right now. So um, let me turn it over to our guests for their introductions. You guys could just give us name, chapter, I guess I already said chapter, but uh, and where you, um, how you were involved with recruitment, um, and just a brief description of your recruitment. I'm Sean McPherson. Uh, I'm the Rush Chair at the Kappa Chapter at the University of Oregon. Um, and yeah, as the Rush Chair, I was heavily involved, obviously, in the Rush process throughout the fall term. I worked directly with Quinn. Uh, I won't introduce Quinn. I'll let you do that, Quinn. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Quinn Van Horn. Uh, I'm the VP of marketing for the Kappa chapter at the University of Oregon. Um, Yeah, just kind of as Sean said, uh, we're kind of the two people really responsible for our Russian recruitment process. Uh, Sean took more of planning our four events that we hosted as our virtual rush as our virtual rush events, which we held over zoom in the fall as I'm sure the rest of the world was. And we um, I took more responsibility with our virtual uh, social media recruitments, like being able to create fun graphics to be able to attract people, uh, being able to reach out uh, just to some people and get some uh, cool pledges involved in our program. So every chapter sort of comes up with their own um, theme or um, that's usually a great way to show some creativity in chapter operations. What inspired your, I think it was true blue and gold was your guys' theme. What inspired that? Yeah, I I would say that at first kind of initially started with um, me, Sean, uh, had conversations with our president, Maya. um, And it was just kind of talking about what can we do, especially in a lot of uncertainty around like what's going on with college, what's going on with school, what can we do to be able to help convince people, you know, to be a part of our organization? Because ultimately, especially those first few pledge events are really being able to talk about what makes AKSI special. And so we had a really good conversation about talking about what made it special to us. And we decided that, you know, our title for our Rush events, uh, true, uh, true Blue and Gold, you know, just reflecting who we are, reflecting the leadership standards that we set for our members, reflecting, you know, the gold with the honesty and really being true to ourselves. So especially when we were talking about AKSI uh, and all of our events, we made sure to really stress it back to who we are. We're all about developing our members professionally, about building incredible relationships that really go beyond school 
and being able just to have a fun time with each other and really be able to enjoy school in a capacity that we can be able to learn for ourselves both personally and professionally. So for your recruitment process, um, was there any specific ways that you kept all of your membership involved um, instead of just the people on the recruitment committee? Yeah, I can take that one. So we had a lot of ways that we got our members involved. Now, typically when we're in person, we have rush requirements for all of our members where everyone is forced to be involved. Um, you know, and that kind of comes with like tabling, like everyone had to get one hour of tabling. Um, we couldn't do that this term, but we did have a couple other ways where we had them involved. The biggest thing was when Quinn made those awesome true blue and gold graphics, we had all our members post them on Instagram um, on their personal profiles, not only Instagram, but their Twitters, their Facebooks, wherever they wanted to post it. Just uh, having those exposed on social media and kind of linking them to our main Instagram page that Quinn does a great job running was certainly a big part of uh, reaching out to a lot of pledges. Another thing we did is uh, at our different, you know, Quinn mentioned the four different rush events that we had. It's info night, professional development night, uh, game night, and meet the members. A lot of our members were involved there and they had a great chance to just connect with the pledges and the pledges were able to meet a lot of our members. Um, and then the last thing that we really had uh, that I think really worked in our favor this past fall is I sent out a form at one point and I basically did like a refer a friend type thing, which we hadn't really done in the past, but I sent out a form that, you know, just had members say, Hey, can you think of a friend that's not an AK style right now that you think would be a good fit? They would put in their contact info for that friend. And then I basically just, you know, emailed all of those different people and, you know, introduce myself, introduce the organization. And I think we got a lot of traction that way. So, yeah, I mean, we have around 50 members before this last pledge class, we had around 40 to 50. Um, we lost a lot of seniors last year. And um, I think a lot of them were pretty heavily involved in those ways. The reason why people want to join AKSI is they want to be a part of membership. They want to be a part of the brotherhood. So having our brothers be the forefront of that you know, that creating of a relationship during the pledge process, we think is really important. So that's why, especially for, you know, two out of our four events, uh, we have our game night, which usually we just like play fun games and being able to have that more social, uh, social interaction. Uh, when I was rushing is that we were playing, I think Shauna was family feud. Um, yeah, I think it, it was used family, to be family feud. We were doing. Virtually it was Kahoot because family feuds a little harder on zoom, but yeah, we did a Kahoot trivia, stuff like that. Yeah, but you're able just to talk and learn from, you know, different brothers during the process and really start to look up to people. And that's what really, you know, helps grab you be like, hey, these are some people that are not only super professional and, you know, have their stuff together going forward and really want to be able to create an awesome environment I can learn from, but also as someone I can just be a friend with and I can just be, I can be a brother with and have a great time doing that. So, you know, then during Meet the Members, we get a chance to be able to meet the entirety of membership in a way that we are able to really break it down. So it's not intimidating looking at all 60 boxes on Zoom, but being able to go and talk to three or four members and say, hey, listen, I'm really interested. Like, I wanna be a part of this. What are the best things I can do? Um, so I actually have a follow-up question to that question. Um, do you think there was any, I guess, lack of reception from the rest of your members to get them involved in the recruitment process? 
Um, and then if there was, was there any specific way that you handled it? Because um, I know a lot of our chapters are struggling with member engagement, and I think recruitment is a really good way to get everyone involved. So um, do you have any insight on that? Yeah, I would say we had a really good engagement. I think that we had a really good way of being able to keep our members involved. It's definitely hard kind of like for me from the graphic side, it's really hard during that creation process when you're not in person to be able to say, hey, can you do something for me and have it be that consistent format? But I think the best way you can get members involved is just by asking them to do the little things. You know, yeah, as Sean said, posting stuff on their Instagram, you know, being able to come to a recruitment event just to be able to talk to prospective pledges, you know, is that it's that little bits of buy-in that really get people sold to want to be a part more of the process. And I think that kind of as time went on during the start, it was really on Sean and I to do a lot of the stuff really at the beginning to be able to create the graphics, create all the Zoom rooms to really get people involved uh, and get people excited about being a part of the rush process, not just feeling like it's a chore. And then, you know, during the back half of it, that's when we got a lot of people saying, hey, can I come to this event? Can I try to do something fun here? Because like now I'm really engaged and I want to be a part of the process. So I think like, it's kind of like little bits of buy-in of just saying like, little little steps to be able to build up and to send to someone to say hey you know what i want to be a part of the process you know hey quinn can i help you with a graphic or hey sean can i help come and host one of the recruitment events and talk to pledges you know those are the best things we were able to really get with our buy-in yeah just to add on that i mean it's just like quinn said it's any chance you can get to you know have them be involved um there was one specific instance where we had the virtual club fair and it was kind of my responsibility to go there for i believe it was a two-hour session and basically i was sitting in a zoom room uh just waiting for potential pledges to come in and kind of learn about our club and basically what i did is i posted on our slack and said hey like i'm gonna be in this in the zoom room for two hours come keep me company and you know we had a couple people that came and i would kind of let them oftentimes uh, take the lead sometimes like, okay, some, you know, this potential pledge is coming in the zoom room. Do you want to be the first one to introduce AK Psy and kind of take the lead on this one? And I think uh, anytime you can give them authority, give them power like that, they really appreciate it. So that was one of the ways we had them involved as well as, you know, a number of other ways. And did you guys involve anybody else outside of the collegiate membership with your recruitment, such as like alumni, faculty advisors, corporate partners or anything? along we those lines have, uh, we did have one one specific idea that quinn and i had was um quinn you remember the videos that we made we had all of exec make a video basically introducing them and introducing um just kind of like who they are like a one minute video just uh on your iphone hey i'm sean mcpherson i'm the rush chair this is why you should join ak Psy. we had all 11 members of exec make one of those and then i also reached out to some alumni to make some of those videos. Um, you know, our former president made one of those and, you know, just some notable alumni. And we just had as many people as possible just kind of shoot a video saying why AK Psy is awesome and why other people should join. And then um, Quinn, we posted those. Do you remember where we posted those videos? Yeah, we posted them on our Instagram story. I don't know if they're, I don't think they're there anymore, um, but I know that's something we're gonna be continuing to bring that process back in the spring because we found it really engaging. A lot of people were really, you know, wanting to be able to either send in a video or then just be able to watch them and just kind of see, you know, where AK, AK Psy can help take you. 
What do you guys think is the biggest lesson that you learned from recruitment this semester with being virtual? You know, we faced quite the challenge. Just our numbers were getting lower than usual because we couldn't have a spring term or we couldn't have a spring rush. Spring rush is something that we were planning on doing, but that whole COVID situation back in March was just so foreign to everyone. And it was just with online school and kind of U of O changing up their plans, we couldn't end up doing a spring rush. So we came in with a real challenge uh, of a virtual rush this year with kind of high pressure, to be honest, because we had to get some numbers uh, to kind of keep, keep the numbers that we typically have. And so I guess the main lesson that I took away is, you know, with hard work and diligence um, and really just kind of like coming up with creative ways, getting members involved, all these different things that Quinn and I have been talking about throughout this podcast, um, you know, anything's possible, really. And like we ended up getting 18 pledges. I believe we we ended up uh, bringing in 17. We we uh, inducted 17 pledges who are now members. So you know, none of us really imagined that possible. I think, you know, some people had lofty goals, but a, a lot of other exec members, you know, were, were kind of thinking, man, this could be rough, but we worked really hard. And even though it was virtual, we kind of found a way to bring in a good number. So we were pretty happy with it. Yeah, I would say for me, the biggest lesson is, you know, is that, yeah, for the setting the high goals, you need to use everyone's strengths. You know, especially for a virtual term, you have to go that extra mile to be able to reach out to people that you haven't been able to reach out before. You need to be able to start using connections. You need to start being able to use relationships and use your own members to really be able to reach a different audience. Because, you know, usually the people following our Instagram page are either already in the organization or have already tried to rush. So we need to be able to go a step further and be able to kind of reach a new crowd, especially, you know, going into the fall, a new prospective group of freshmen at the University of Oregon. So I think that it definitely required a lot of investment and us being able to use our talents that we really used in AKSI, but also be able to learn outside AKSI with me being able to design graphics, Sean being able to reach out and he created a video that we sent out to professors to be able to show in front of their classes. You know, it just requires all of us uh, on exec in our membership to really be able to use the strengths that we have and the resources we have to be able to reach that new group of people. You guys talked about reaching, again, reaching the new group of people. And before we started recording, we were talking about um, the great pledge class that you have. Did you see like different types of people join your pledge class through this virtual experience than would normally? I think that the big, the big thing that we talked about people highlighting is of course, everyone wants to join AKSI for those professional development reasons. You know, everyone wants to be able to be involved and be able to grow professionally as we want our brothers to do so. I think the one trend that we saw was a lot of new people coming to Eugene, coming to U of O, that they really wanted to find a community. They really felt, especially during the pandemic, you know, coming to college, we had some transfer students come in. They're like, hey, I really need a group that can have my back and I want to make a group of great friends that I can really carry through college. And for them, AK size, we present ourselves as this great group of high achieving individuals. And so of course they want to be able to be a part of that and use that as a way to be able to strengthen their community and even virtually, you know, be able to have an awesome community to fall back on. That's great. Is there anything that, um, 
you guys think this recruitment has impacted your chapter in um, in how it operates just generally outside of recruitment? Well, I think uh, there was going into this year because we didn't really operate much last spring. Uh, like I said, it was a real foreign thing uh, when COVID hit. So going into this year, we really faced the challenge of overall, how's AK Psy gonna be able to operate without all of these in-person things uh, that we, we normally have? You know, Our GBMs are typically in-person, mock interviews, site tours, all these different things that COVID just doesn't allow. And so considering everyone kind of did their job successfully throughout this pledge process, not only Quinn and I, but our president Maya handled a lot. And uh, Craig Kading is our master of rituals. He did a fantastic job. Abby Wood is our VP of membership. Um, all these people did such a great job. Even membership uh, did a great job during the rituals. And so I feel like um, one thing that we kind of learned from this rush process is that AKSI, no matter what circumstance that we're given, we can kind of, there's ways to get around that. And um, this was just an unprecedented thing. AKSI's never had to try to operate remotely, but I think our exec board, one of our biggest uh, achievements as our term's almost over is the fact that we got over that and we still have pretty good member retention and uh, we just had a pretty successful term. Yeah, just because things are different doesn't mean they can't be as successful. I think that, you know, we faced a lot of adversity and we had a lot of, you know, we had our own conversations really be able to say, can we do this? Can we really pull this off? And I think, you know, to our testament, we said, you know what, we're going to invest in ourselves. We're going to trust our abilities to be able to go out there and get an awesome group of people. And I think, you know, what we want is for this to kind of be an example for exec boards in the future, uh, AKSI brothers really everywhere is that, you know what, like AKSI isn't just a single room. It isn't just being on campus is that we can really do a lot of amazing things, you know, beyond just the limitations that we may have initially set for ourselves. And if I could add one more thing, I would say that one other uh, kind of new thing that's going to happen with this pledge process that's coming in is because we didn't bring in as pledge class last spring, the people that are coming in are going to play bigger roles in AKSI like right away. I mean, we have a couple exec positions that are still open that are going to be available uh, next term because we didn't have, you know, we lost the 20 people we would have brought in last spring. And I'm excited to see like, you know, kind of break that barrier. When you first join AKSI, you kind of have to know what it is a little bit in order to join the exec team. Like I was in AKSI for a year before running for rush chair, but I think uh, it'll be exciting to see people that are brand new to the organization kind of take this, take on this role and kind of break that barrier a little bit. So thinking toward the future, I know you guys said that you are going through officer transition, so you're not going to be in the exec roles for your next recruitment. Um, but what plans, you know, have you already started implementing to help the new officers plan for anything? Um, is there anything for the future that you guys have already started thinking about? I think our biggest thing is just meeting with, uh, I know that, because uh, Sean, someone did get elected to your position, correct? Yes, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, someone got elected to my position as well. And so we're, we're basically in the process of, you know, teaching them how the wheel works, 
you know, really being able to go through step by step and talk about what we do in our daily lives to really be able to help our physicians. You know, I have my process at the start of every month to go through and like, okay, we're going to, these are our birthday shout outs that we're going to do. These are our members that we're going to be able to highlight. Here are the different things we're going to be able to take on. And so a lot of it's just kind of teaching, teaching what we've already been taught of, okay, here's the files you need for XYZ. Here's how you need to be able to refer to this. You know, when you come to an exec board meeting, here's how you should go to be able to present a new idea. Um, I don't think it's anything too crazy with our officer transitions, but it's making sure, uh, especially during, because we, the way we do our transitions, we are basically, we elect new people. We have um, VP of marketing elect, VP of rush elect going into our uh, winter term. And then we kind of teach them for the first five weeks how things work. And so we're kind of in a combo within those exec board meetings. So it's a much bigger group being able to talk about, uh, hey guys, here's what we plan for, for winter. And then the once those kind of five weeks are up and we kind of end that transition of teaching them how things work, we kind of hand it off to them and say, okay, now it's on you guys to be able to run the show. Do you guys have any final advice for any other chapters that are in similar situations to you guys or maybe had a rougher time with recruitment and any advice that you'd have from your guys' experience? I think um, I actually met on Zoom a couple of days ago with the um, University of Wyoming, uh, their, their chapter. They kind of wanted to learn about what we did. And I think some of the biggest things that I uh, told them is, you know, get creative. You know, just because everything's virtual doesn't mean uh, doesn't mean there's not some room for creativity. I kind of shared some of those ideas, the same ideas that I've shared throughout this podcast, you know, the surveys that we sent out, the videos that we created, the graphics. Um, I would say just utilize, utilize the entire exec board, utilize all of membership. You know, there's a role that every single person can play in that, not just the rush chair, not just the VP of marketing, not just the president, but every single person can be utilized throughout the rush process and there can be a collective effort. And then the last thing I would say is really just take some time to, to prep for the, uh, the rush term. I mean, like at U of O, we're pretty lucky because we're on trimesters. And so we do rush during fall and spring, but then we have all of winter term and then all of summer to get ready for those prospective uh, rush terms. So I don't know what the situations are like at other schools, but it certainly is something that takes a little bit of planning and takes some real thought um, and just, uh, you know, get creative and, um, you know, utilize all the resources that you have. Yeah, just take stock of the resources that you have available to you. If you have someone that, you know, kind of like me is like one is really interested in graphic design, trying to see if they can use their Photoshop skills and some graphics or even using an online tool like Canva is really awesome. Uh, I know that I've been teaching people how to be able to use resources like that. If you have someone who's really interested in video editing, you know, try to help, help challenge them to be able to help make a video or even someone who's good at copywriting, being able to come in, help write captions, help write flyers to be able to pass out, you know, someone who's good at public speaking, be able to have them go speak at the classes. You know, I don't think it has to be reinventing the wheel or really, you know, rocket science to be able to come up with a great recruitment attitude. I think it's just being able to use what you have in the most efficient ways. And I think you can challenge members to be able to say, hey, let's set a goal for how many pledges we're going to be able to get this term and let's go out there and do it. 
you know, let's put in the hard work to really be able to make it possible and show, you know, show what AKSI has to offer. So you're both seniors. Let's say you have one more year in AKSI and um, it's going to be, next year it's going to be in person, hopefully. Is there anything you would take from your lessons from using, from doing virtual recruitment, virtual operations that you would take into an in-person setting? It's a great question. I'm actually yeah. graduating next fall. So I'll be able to, uh, I'll be able to be around a little bit to help. Like I've been harping on throughout this podcast is if we can do it over zoom, we can certainly do it in person. Um, and there's just, there's been a lot of cool things over this virtual thing that we've kind of, you know, this virtual um, rush that we can take into the in-person and kind of, you know, have a hybrid when we're back in person. So for example, there are so many digital ways that we can recruit. Um, you know, I talked about the surveys. I talked about the graphics. There are so many ways that we could still recruit. But then when we're back in person, we can have flyers and we can have tabling and all these things. We, you know, we could speak in classes, all these things we're missing out on. So if we can combine the two ways that we recruited back in the past when we were in person and the way I recruited virtually, I think there's no reason why we can't double the amount of people that we've gotten because it's going to be even more exposure. And um, I just think it's going to, it's going to be a lot more efficient that way. So I, I would say that once we're back in person, I think there's going to be a lot that we can take virtually and kind of continue to do virtually, but then also have access to the things that we're missing. Yeah, I definitely think, you know, just, yeah, leveraging the assets that you have, you know, is that, yeah, if, if a professor's like, hey, I don't have time to be able to have you guys speak in class, but, you know, we're like, hey, can you, can we send in like a two minute video two one minute video, just explain what AKSI is, uh, can be to continue to put out some awesome content in our social media, because especially when people are thinking, oh, what is AKSI? I'm going to go look them up on Instagram or I'm going to go look them up on uh, Facebook is that that's an awesome resource you've got to have ready with all the relevant information to get people excited about joining the organization. So I think that, yeah, it's kind of Sean said, is that I think that with our backs kind of pushed up against the wall, we now realize we've come up with some awesome ideas how we can really be able to double dip and find unique ways to be able to bring in more members to cap a chapter in AKSI. All right, well, I think that was all of our questions. So thank you guys so much for sitting down and talking with us about your recruitment. Um, I definitely think the hard work that you talked about did pay off because you had a very successful recruitment and um, actually won the award in case anyone else listening uh, wasn't aware of that. So again, thank you guys so much. Definitely. Thank you, thank so you much. guys so much for having us on. All right. Thank you again to Sean and Quinn from the Kappa chapter. Uh, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to us about your recruitment. Um, so that's it for this episode. If you guys have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, please reach out to cerc at aksi.org. And if you want to listen to any of the previous episodes that we have put out of Operations Avenue, you can do so at aksi.org slash operations dash avenue dash podcast. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>